0: What's going on, it's Kyle Cruz, and you're listening to the KC at the Movies Podcast for the 20th of September 2019. What's the little jingle going on there? We're trying something new. Uh, we're going to talk about the farewell and parasite on this podcast today, so stay tuned for that, and we'll get to that in a minute. Hello everyone, it's Kyle Cruz, and as you said, as you heard before, it's the KC at the Movies Podcast. It's the 29th of September 2019, and... I decided to do something a little different for this podcast today. I, I decided to talk about two films that you must see in 2019. And as I said in the intro there, those two films are The Farewell, directed by Lulu Wang, and the Par- and Parasite, uh, directed by Jun Ho Bong. Uh, so we're gonna start off with talking about um, The Farewell, and then we'll move into Parasite. So. The Farewell is written and directed by Lulu Wang. Uh, it's about Billy, who learns from her parents that they're going over to China for a family wedding but is shocked when she finds out it's actually because her grandmother is dying of cancer and her whole family has decided not to tell her. Uh, that's your basic plot and um, you're probably listening to that and thinking that is just absolutely insane. <laughs> insane. And uh, yeah, it, it actually is kind of insane and um, it's it's true. It's bloody true, because the film actually opens with the line based on an actual lie. And apparently this actually happened to uh, Lulu uh, and her family, her grandmother. Uh, this movie absolutely floored me. Um, it touched me. I, I left feeling really happy and, and really sad. It is the perfect blend of extremely dramatic scenes and kind of bouts of sweet humor, uh, especially from Nine-Eye, who is the grandmother in the film. And it, it, it feels cathartic with this being an actual true story, especially because uh, it feels like Lulu wanted to express how she felt about this. And uh, it really does hit hard and is very effective in that way. Um, it also reminded me of me and my own family. And uh, Nine Eyes, mannerisms, and attitude were very reminiscent of uh, my grandmother. Um, shout out to uh, Evon Greenwood. <laughs> Uh, She's very domineering and uh, and controlling, but she's very sweet and helpful, and uh, you really feel her love for her family. I really like films that uh, remind you of family because, you know, you're you're thinking of yourself, and, um, well, most of the time you are thinking of yourself. You're looking out for yourself, and self-care is definitely the most uh, very important thing. And uh, I would would say that, like most people out there, uh, like myself, we're always looking out for ourselves but I think films like this remind you why you love your family and why you really treasure your family. And, um, you know, t- taking away the, the flaws and the bad times that you have with them. Um, but, you know, it wouldn't be your family if you didn't have those kind of things, you know. But uh, that's what I really got from that. It really reminded me of my own family and what we've been through and, and, you know, and how much we love each other, even though through all the bad times and tough times, um, we're still very close and we love each other. And I'm, I'm sure that anybody who goes to see this film, who has a family, will definitely feel the same way, I think, as well. Um, I love the scenes where characters are just talking. And, you know, even, even if... if, if, if um, even if they were just, like, chatting and talking about random shit, it kind of felt like it mattered. Um, and it also reminded you of, of, like, you know heaps of family dinners and... Uh, you know, the awkward stuff gets brought up or uh, there's like tons, of, there's a few reveals that no one knows about yet, um, you know, especially coming from then. Um, my favorite scene in the, in the movie actually is a dinner scene, um, about halfway through. And yeah, uh, you know, as I said, family dinners can get awkward and this scene captures that quite perfectly, I think. Um, I also found the conversation like very interesting and it didn't really feel like throwaway dialogue. It was... I felt I I I, uh the conversation being about I think I think it was I mean I I wouldn't know for for verbatim what it would be but it it feels like it's uh I'm just trying to remember what it was it was if you studying in America I think it was studying in America and then coming back home to China would you rather stay in America or China was it was I think it was something like that it was it was either if you wanted to stay in America. Or um, you wanted to come back home to China because Billy, our main protagonist, um, played beautifully by well, Aquafina, is uh, you know I wouldn't say struggling with that, but there's it's the, there's, a, there's a homesickness there that you see in her character, and um, she does feel kind of distant because her family is is living in America in Los Angeles. Um, I think it's no, it's California. I think well somewhere in, uh, it's, uh, actually no, it might be New York. I think it's in New York. No, I think it's in New York. That's right, it is in New York. Um, but, you know, you get I'm trying to say, like, they feel a lot distant because the whole family really is over in China, but you actually, I mean, our, our protagonist is from America and she feels like she's missing out on a few things. I mean, especially this big, this, this thing being a very big thing about her, um, you know, what's happening to her grandmother. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I got to go into the cinematography. I got to go into the the, the technical uh, filmmaking, really, because the cinematography is absolutely gorgeous. Um, I loved how the shots were composed. There's a really great score by Alice Weston, and um, there's some piano sprinkled throughout. That is actually, I went I went online and did a bit of research and found out that Lulu Wang herself um, has a few compositions in that in the film layered throughout. And I think it's be I think it's when there's a scene where Billy is playing the piano. And you hear her playing, and I'm pretty sure that is Lulu playing herself, or obviously laying over a track of her playing it. And uh, it's really, really beautiful, and uh, it, it um, again, very effective. Um, but let's talk about Aquafina because I've I've always seen Aquafina as a supporting comedic relief. I mean, she's really given a, given a lot of those roles. I mean, I'm thinking um, Oceans Eight um uh crazy rich Asians and uh I think there's a, there's a few other ones as well but she's always like the funny one. I mean I think she is a comedian I think as well, but she's always the funny one and she's always there to you know be the comedic relief for the film and she's often her character is often ridiculous and and offbeat and um but this is this is such a welcome change I think um because she's front and center in this entire movie. And she honestly just fucking kills it. Like, just kills it. Like, all the emotion in this film feels very genuine. Coming from Aqua performance as well, the direction from Lulu Wang, and um, all the characters, really. It just feels so genuine. And it's it's very rare, I think, that you get that, in, especially in today's films. When you're surrounded by blockbusters and you're surrounded by, uh, you know, a lot of films that want to tackle very, very big themes, I think this very small Beautiful film captures family and, um, you know, uh, bonding and, and experiencing things with family and and just the awkwardness really as well, I think, um, is, is captured so bittersweetly as well. And, you uh, know, I think it's rare that you get that. I think it's rare that you get that in modern cinemas, and it's modern, sorry, movies today. Um, I haven't really been touched by many films this year, and The Farewell, definitely. Uh, definitely left its mark on me. Um, one last thing that I want to talk about with a Farewell is that the film is rated PG. Uh, it's not R because most family flicks that you do see sometimes that are very effective, especially when they come into Oscar season, they're always going to be like R rated or MA 15 rated. Um, I think another really good dealing with family flick or something like that or, or a tragedy close to that is something like Manchester by the Sea by Kenneth Lonergan. Um but that was, there's obviously there's a lot of swearing in that movie, so I couldn't really take my family to go see it. But The Farewell is actually rated PG. Uh, so if you want to take your family with you and experience this film with your family, about family, the film about family with your family, and you want to just share an experience and have a really good time, you actually can. You, you, you can go and watch it all together. How great is that? I, I think that's really, really cool. Um. I went and saw this at uh, event cinemas in Katara, so I'm gonna actually double check for you guys and see if it actually is still playing, because um, I really want you guys to watch this film. Um, what do we got? What are we got? Where are we? Yes, there we are. Okay. Ah, oh, that's ah, oh, that's unfortunate. Oh, that's unfortunate. Okay. Okay, so unfortunately, the, the the film has stopped playing at um event because that's the only cinema I could actually watch it in Newcastle because I thought that it was playing at um, cinemas only um, in Sydney because it came out September fifth, I believe, the um, same time. Each chapter two came out, and everyone obviously wanted to saw that chapter two, and the Farewell's just kind of sitting there. <laughs> um, but I I hope some people went and saw it and 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 kind of, and got the same reaction that I got from it as well Um, so unfortunately it is not playing but when you do get the chance this year please please seek out the farewell I think it's a really beautiful film I think Lulu Wang has established herself as a very good director and and good filmmaker um, and I really would like to see what she does next and, and, and weirdly I want to see what Aquafani can do next with a dramatic role because she is just really really good she is fantastic in this movie um, and if the film didn't have anything else going for it, it is produced by A24. So, you know, what What, what more could you want? <laughs> what more could you want there? Um, I mean, A24 does have its hits and misses, mostly hits for me. Um, I, I love most of a 24 stuff. I support A24 wholeheartedly. I think they're one of the best production companies going, and they produce a lot of original content. And they support filmmakers that want to get their things made. I, th- I think like them, Blumhouse, I think are the best studios right now helping out independent filmmakers make the projects they want to make. Um. So yeah, that's all I've got to say about The Farewell. Um, I think it's a really wonderful small film that you should really, really see. The only problem I did have with it, it, just, it, it does kind of drag a little in the middle. Uh, it has a few pacing issues in the middle. So I think if you just like, clean that up, I think it'd be actually... Um, a uh, an almost perfect movie. And um, I really, really can't wait to watch it again. Um, I will warn you guys before you go see it, though, that you, before you secret out and watch it, uh, most of it will be in Chinese because it takes place, obviously, in China. And her whole family is Chinese. The only people that speak English are Billy and her family. So I just want to give you guys that warning that you're only going to see some English with Billy and her family when they talk. The Most of the film, I think, the majority... Is in Chinese, and they have Chinese subtitles. If like, if you when you when you finally seek it out, there be there be some Chinese subtitles that you can you can get. So if you have that problem with subtitles, definitely um, seek out the farewell. And finally, um, this this podcast is probably going to be pretty short because I just, I just want to talk about these two movies because they, I think they're quite essential for for watching in two thousand nineteen. Uh, finally, I want to talk about Parasite. Um, I talked about Parasite uh, quite vaguely when I did uh, the Letterbox Reviews, but I really want to. I know there's still not much more I can say about this film, but I just want to give you guys, uh, kind of I don't know what my testament. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know what to, I don't know. I don't know what to call it. But uh, this is like I don't know Battle Cry for you guys to see Parasite. Um, but the thing is that it's. There, there is so much involved in experience in this film. I can't tell you much about it. I still need to be really vague, but I still want to give you some points that you know that could probably pull you in about it. Because um, you got, you got to see this movie. I mean, fuck me. Um, it also is. Before I get on with it, it also is. This whole f- film is in Korean. Um, it's written and directed by Jun-ho Bong, who uh, you know gave us movies like The Host, uh, Snowpiercer. Um, one of my, one of my favorites of his is Snowpiercer, um, with Chris Evans and Jamie Bell, um, uh, what's it, Tilda Swinton, that's her name, and, um, you know, people who read that, read it, uh, that graphic novel and have seen that film, really like that movie and really liked, uh, June's work, and I was, because it played at Sydney Film Fest, and I wasn't able to attend Sydney Film Fest, but then when it, let's say played at Cannes. Uh, ended up winning the palm door. So that was that's really got my attention because I mean we saw Shoplifters last year that win win the Palm Door last year and Shoplifters also is a great film. Um, another foreign film if you want to check it out. I think it's really, really excellent. Um but here's kind of the log line I can give you Parasite without spoiling anything. Um it's about a jobless poor family that live in a basement apartment in the poorer regions of Korea. Uh, they receive a visit from a family friend. Uh, I believe it's the son's friend, uh, who sets up the son to become an English tutor for a rich family's daughter. And uh, they kind of do that through fake documents and stuff like that. It's not, it's not legit. They do it through like fake documents and Photoshop, and they, you know, they show you how good the son is at Photoshop and everything. And uh, he goes to tutor the uh, the daughter of the rich family. And uh from there on, I'll just say a scheme develops and we're left with the brilliant unfoldings of one of the best films of 2019. Um top three at the moment for me, I, I think Midsummer is still my favorite movie, but um top three definitely. Uh but in, in terms of objective uh objective viewing, I think Parasite needs to be seen by Everyone. Um, I went into Parasite completely blind. Uh, I watched no trailers. I just heard the buzz. I didn't see any reviews or anything about it. I just heard the buzz. I heard they got the Palm Door, so I went in completely blind, and I hardly even knew what the plot was about. I just saw the poster. I mean, the Australian poster has the uh, uh, the, the 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 father, the son, and you know the, the you know the poor family on the cover in that rich household, and uh, the motto. Um, misplaced familyhood, I believe. I think it's. I think it is. Misplaced familyhood. Um, it's got the sun holding this kind of uh, this stone in the background. Uh, that's all I saw. That's all I saw. And uh, it honestly is the best way to watch this film. Um, you're you're very much best off knowing nothing about this movie and just going in completely blind, just plunging yourself in the deep end and just experiencing this film like i did because it it is constantly revealing itself and the journey you take is full of so many twists and turns that the time the credits roll in you're just left with your fucking jaw on the floor it's just brilliant filmmaking um, no shot feels wasted no piece of dialogue is unnecessary and the editing it just just hits the spot it's, fucking, it's flawless no, no film this year has, has blown my mind completely like Parasite and has got me to really appreciate filmmaking and inspired me to keep writing like this film has um, you know granted that I'm not gonna I don't think I can do something like this because Jun Ho Bong just fucking sets the bar really he fucking sets the bar with this movie on you know screenplay writing and just how well everything is revealed throughout this film it's just it's so smooth and fluid um, you know I, I don't want I don't want to say this much about the film uh, I don't want to say too much because yeah like I said I just think you should just watch it and experience it for yourself um, if there's one film you have to see in 2019 I mean you can you, it's over these two but if there's one th- one film I need to say that you need to see that I think is that works that. That everyone, I think, should watch. Everyone, even if you're not can do, can't do subtitles or foreign films like that. Just give it a try. You, you'll, you'll thank me later. Like, you have to see *Parasite*. You have to see it. Uh, yeah. That that's that's all I can say. Um, uh, it's it's a, it's a very much a recommended watch for me. I, I wish I could talk more about it, man. But it, it's just. I, I can't. I, I don't want to spoil anything. I don't want to... Um, yeah, like believe the hype. like I, even not, I know I sound like I'm hyping it up. I believe it because this film is just fucking brilliant. It is brilliant. Um, it's one of the best movies I've seen in the past 10 years. Uh, probably one of the best films I've seen of all time. I've just... Nothing has done it like this. Nothing. Nothing to me has... has has just unfolded like a storybook in front of my eyes, like this film has, and it's just it's fucking amazing. So, if you need to see one film this year, please, I'll, I must say it again: it has to be Parasite. It must be Parasite. Watch it. It's about two hours and fifteen minutes long. I'm no, it's about I think it's about an hour and forty-seven, almost an hour and fifty. I think. So it's not much time. Um. Yeah, it's not much time. You can get through it. Um, And it's not not a chore. Like, every second you'd be like, what the fuck is going on, man? Like, what is going on? This is insane. Um, It's crazy. So, yeah, that's all I can say about Parasite. I I mean, hopefully that was enough for you guys to just go out there and watch it now. Um, Get onto it. Um, and that's all I can say about these two films. These are two films that I want you to see in 2019. We have a beautiful small film by a wonderful director, Lulu Wang. And then we have a, just a just a, a brilliant, almost masterpiece by Jun Ho Bong. Um, I don't know, maybe it is a masterpiece. I, I don't know yet. I, I think it is. I think it's a masterpiece. <laughs> I think it is. Fuck. Um, oh, jeez. Uh, so that's all I can say. So, please seek out these two films. If there's two films you need to see in 2019, it's these two films. The Farewell and Parasite. I've selected these films. I've been really careful about what, what films I've selected for this kind of podcast. And um, it's The Farewell and Parasite. I, I wholeheartedly believe that now. And stand by it. Uh, so, that's it. Um, so, I'll see you guys... Uh, well, I'll talk to you guys next week. Because next week, guess what's coming back? Yep. Everything I watched. Um, I believe we did the last one in June or July, and uh, I didn't do one for August. I haven't done one for Instagram. I haven't really hit that, um, you know, being consistent with that because I just took a break from that. But we're coming back. We're getting back. Um, I might do the Instagram one. I might do August and September for that one because there's a, there's there's quite a few films I saw in September, but there's also quite a few I saw in August. Um, uh, sorry, there was there was less. I sorry, there was less I saw in August that I still want to talk about. Um, so I'll do the combined one for Instagram and I'll go back to doing that on my personal account because I just think it's that's going to get a wider reach Um, and you know if everyone picks a recommendation from that that's fantastic and they see a really good film that's great that makes me really happy Um, so yeah we'll be back next week for everything I watched in September because I saw uh, at Astra on Friday night which is we'll get into that fuck that was a really good film. Um, I rewatched Midsummer again. I am going to watch the Midsummer Director's Cut tonight. I'm very, very excited to watch the Midsummer Director's Cut tonight. Um, oh boy, we're gonna have a Midsummer chat later. I'll tell you that uh, very, very soon. Hopefully, you'll be able to get with someone and talk about Midsummer in complete form because I know there's some of you guys that have seen Midsummer and you want to talk about it. It's just you just want to, uh, you want to. You just want to release it, you know. You just want to release and just discuss this movie. Um, I have to. There's there's so many things that I have to I have to talk about with this movie. Uh, it's crazy. So hopefully I will be able to find someone and talk about that with someone uh, soon. Uh, make sure to check out the Facebook page, Kyle Cruz, uh, not the personal one, the public one. Um, hit up the Instagram page, KC Movies Podcast. I'm making my personal account private now because I'm getting just way too many messages from. Um, AI's and bots and it's just very very annoying so I'm going to make that personal account private now um, so please if you want to see, follow our public page of mine just follow the KC Movies podcast page you get all the updates for the podcast you'll get everything like that just go to that page and like that page please helps out a lot and uh, check out my latest reviews and thoughts on movies that I've seen on my letterbox. I recently updated my everything I've watched in 2019 list and I've added a lot more films to my diary that I've seen recently and some thoughts that I watched uh, that I uh, did there? I watched Crawl last night. There's my thoughts on that uh, at Astro on Friday night, and um, I'll be doing my thoughts on Midsummer Director's Cut on that, hopefully very soon when I do um, process more of the feelings that I've seen that that I can get through with the Director's Cut. Um, and finally, please, please follow the podcast on Spotify and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. It really does help out a ton. Um, I've been looking at the analytics, and you know, it, it really would help out a ton if you guys could follow the podcast on Spotify, and subscribe to a of Podcasts, trying to be better with this thing. We're getting the website built soon. Um, looking forward to what we can do in the future. And uh, thanks again. Please check out Farewell and Parasite, and uh, I'll talk to you guys next week.